Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The views and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the Dennis Daniels Show, the Altitude Explosion Radio Network, Blog Talk Radio, or its affiliates. Two old lefties make a right turn with commentary on the world, national, and local happenings of today. And from the Gold Circle Studios, you've got the Dennis Effect Podcast. I'm Doc. I'm Slappy Whitey. And I'm 3D the Producer. Yeah, hey, we've, we're back. We were on a little, little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I know Slappy, you were having a little bit of health issues there. How's everything going? Well, I can see four miles and uh, now I, I've been having some eye work done, you know, and uh, it's getting better all the time with a little help from my friends. Yeah, well, it's kind of important that you can see the microphone. Yeah, I'm like cliche-ish today, so forgive me. Yeah, so ma'am, so what? There's a lot that's happened since we've been gone, but uh, yeah. you know, what's the you know? But the number one thing right now is Corona news. My Corona, Corona. Yeah, my okay. Corona. Uh, yeah, well, as of March 12th, 46 states, over 1,600 cases, 40 dead. But, you know, 80% of the people that get this stuff have mild symptoms and they recover pretty quick. Right. But it's the 20% that have underlying issues, especially the elderly, especially our group, 60 to whatever, 100. And those with compromised immune systems. Yes. So um, it's an, it, they don't have a lot enough data yet to really make some really firm uh, assessments. But they're getting there and the testing starting up. And um, so uh, Donald Trump's taken to drastic measures, blocking travel and... And uh, they're ramping it up in the in the private sector with the testing and things like that and stuff. But you know, Disney concerts, sports, parades, etc., all been canceled. Celebrities, sports figures, politicians have tested positive. You know, yeah. Who was the one for uh, basketball player for Milwaukee or whoever that was licking all over the microphone the other day, and then a couple of days later tested positive? Oh, I don't know who that yeah, was. Yeah, I got oh, I kind of try to got to try to remember that name, but he was. Yeah, he he was kind of up for ridicule here the last couple of days. But it's it's not really hard on children, but kids can carry it and give it to you. Right. The older population is at the highest risk. China and Italy have had a lot of fatalities because they are the two oldest populations on the planet, believe it or not. I would have never thought that about Italy, so there must well, be a lot of elderly in Italy. Well, that in China invested a lot of a uh, lot of money and stuff into Italy, and there then tourists and you know, the Chinese tourists go there. Uh, they visit Italy quite a bit, so they have a big influx of that. So that's you know possibility where it might have gotten might have gotten started that way. But um, you know, all kind of conspiracy theories about was is it a lab thing? They're actually starting to think maybe it came out of a lab in that in China. Uh, yeah. So there's a, got a lot of a lot of theories about what's going on, but in time we'll get a clearer picture on it. But yeah. wash your hands and 
try to keep distance and and, uh, and keep grandma out of, the, out of the club. Yeah, keep grandma out of the club. That's right, man. Yeah, but the thing I was, you know, when you kind of go back, you know, to 2009, 2010 to the uh, swine flu or the H1N1, or we call it the Heine virus. Yeah, the Heine uh, virus. You know, uh, didn't really have, I mean, they had, by the time it was over, a little under 13,000 Americans died from it. Yeah, you got and, people dying a lot from the flu. I mean, yeah. a, lot, a lot more people dying. It affects little kids hard and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but so, the know. bottom line, this one is, is new and it's unknown. And right. they're trying to get to the, they're trying to, they, 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 they got to get more clinical data in. Yeah. And then they get a clear picture about how to deal with it. And but you yeah, got, you know, you got the pandemics of the 1300 and the Spanish flu of 1918. So it's not like we haven't been here before and we'll be here again. Right, right. But it's just you don't need you don't need state run media hyping it up, putting people in a panic. That's, that's exactly what happened. This there are so, my girlfriend told me today. Oh, I just heard from a reliable source that Ohio has a hundred thousand cases, and I said, "No, that's not true." And then I saw later Dewine that dip said, "Well, we could get as many as a hundred thousand cases." Right. Don't See. say stuff like that. Yeah, because people like, that misread and mishear are now going to run out and say, "Oh, we have a hundred thousand cases in Ohio." Well, this this that's not true. Oh, man, so, so yeah. But uh, uh, the stock market's been affected. Yeah, well, the stock market, you know, now the stock market kind of had a double whammy this week. It was kind of a little bit of coronavirus, but it was also uh, this oil war that's going on between the Saudis and the Russians. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, the the, the uh, prince of Saudi Arabia, the Mohammed bin Salman, or Salmon, whatever you want to call him, uh, he's kind of you know, pretty much making a power play and trying to take over. Well, he was trying to... Uh, uh, make a deal with the Russians, and the Russians said, yeah, we ain't doing that. So yep. he just opened the spigot, basically, and just flooded it, the market with oil, which is why the and then the price of oil has dropped to almost you know half of its uh That's why I'm getting gas for price. a dollar and 98 cents. And it's probably going to go even lower before it's all said and done. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's... But you know, know, one thing, the downside of that dollar 98 gas, that's hurting American oil producers. Right. Because they're being undercut by can't, this. You can't frack it. You can't uh, frack it for yeah, that kind of money. Yeah, right. But yeah. it'll, things will kind of, they'll kind of level out. The, Once the virus runs, yeah. kind of gets past it, the everything will kind of go back yeah, up. Yeah, and the summer season, summer driving season's coming up, so. Uh, I think by June 1st, yeah. that's my prediction, by June 1st, this thing would have started running its course to the point where uh, things are starting to climb back up, the stock market, confidence, things like that and stuff. Yeah. And then Donald, Donald about four or five months for everything to get back to normal. Right, but, hey, you know, there were some, some kind of uh, uh, stories coming out of this corona thing. Uh, you remember Jim Baker? Yeah, he was that uh, you know the televangelist. the evangelist that went to jail. Yeah, for defrocking. Sell, yeah, it's, uh, selling too many uh, hotel reservations at the yeah. Heritage Foundation. He was, uh, yeah, he resort. was. Yeah, he was defrauding uh, customers and defrocking women. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but he's apparently, I didn't know this. He's got a show on cable TV. I don't know if it's New York so local channel. I, to Jim Baker. I've seen it. Was it? It's, it's a, a religious show. The Jim Baker show. Well, apparently he was uh, uh, hawking uh, something he's called in Silver Solution, which was a medication made from silver that supposedly cured all kinds of ailments for use in treating COVID nineteen. Yeah, he could cure. Co- 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 yeah, co- yeah. So he got a he got a two state attorney generals and the food FDA is like giving him a cease and desist. He's gonna go for, back to jail, that dummy. Uh, yeah, because uh, when he was on his show, he uh, he asked a guest on his show if the gel could 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 cure the coronavirus. And he goes, his guest says, 
It hasn't been tested on this strain of coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains of the coronavirus and has been able to eliminate it within 12 hours, said naturopathic doctor Cheryl Selman. What is the heck is a naturopathic doctor? What is She's on his payroll. That's what she is. Yeah, yeah. And then, there was, and then in Lithuania, there was a man uh, with a little bit of help from his sons, uh, reportedly locked his wife in the bathroom when she, after she came back from Italy, worried that she was exposed to COVID nineteen because she had been in contact with some Chinese people. And the husband called a doctor who suggested she isolate herself. But then she called police because her husband wouldn't let her out. <laughs> and it turns out she didn't have it after all. <laughs> Didn't have it after all. Didn't have it all. But I'll do that for nothing, you know? Mamma mia. Yeah. We're talking about taking, capitalizing on a tragedy or a bad stuff. How about them Dems? How about them Dems? You know, uh, Governor Cuomo of New York didn't waste no time. Uh, they were running low on sanitizer, so he started making the prisoners in Rikers Island make hand sanitizer. So now they got their own uh, New York State <laughs> hand sanitizer. <laughs> so Cuomo never missed an opportunity. Hey, hey, that's like Chinese made with the finest prison labor. And Pelosi and Schumer grinning and jumping Donald Trump about the virus when they ain't got no ideas. And Biden copied Trump's speech almost verbatim. Everything Donald Trump is doing, Biden said he's going to do. Uh, yeah. New York and West Coast, the, the hotbeds of the liberals, that's getting hit the most and the hardest right now. Yeah. And Washington State, run by a Democrat. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, but, that's where uh, most but, of but it is. But you notice out there in, in California, Governor Newsom has said everything and everything that he has asked Donald Trump for, Donald Trump yeah. has jumped I mean, and He was like, talking nice. I'm thinking, man, that ain't going to... And your base is gonna gonna be jumping all over you for that. Perusio have him assassinated. Yeah, but, but uh, you know uh, the Dems got that, that primary thing, man. Uh, looks like Ber- Bernie and uh, Joe, Sleepy Joe, the commie and the and the and the sleepy one are yeah, and, gonna go at it. Head and to I head. and I for one am kind of bummed out because I really wanted I really wanted to you know some of the players to hang in there a little longer so that we could have some theme music for like you know Elizabeth Warren was gonna go shares half breed. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the uh, uh, Budagig, Budagig, Budagig was going to was going to do uh, Jim Stafford's My Girl Bill. Uh, <laughs> Amy Klobuchar was going to do Red Bones, Witch Queen of New Orleans. Oh my! Because she's kind of she's kind of a voodoo lady. <laughs> you kind of look at her. No, the voodoo lady is yeah. Cortez. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, and of course, you know, Uncle, you know, Joe Biden. You could do, you know, Hey Joe. Hey Joe, where, where are you, you going, going with that, that Alzheimer in your, in your hand? Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, there was. You know, but we, you know, but they were like, it was gonna be like gold, and they dropped out like, I mean, they dropped well, out know, like, uh, like the coronavirus, like well, they had Cortez do her had uh, in there with Sanders, and uh, Klobuchar threw hers in with Biden. So I think them two chicks are kind of trying I'm, to get a VP spot. I'll put my money on the Witch Queen. Oh, I don't know, but, yeah. she, but how about this uh, that you know Bugsy Schumer? Oh, y- man. you know. Threatening, basically threatening Supreme Court justices. Yeah. You know, saying if they didn't vote. And he was standing out in front of the Supreme Court building, man, talking yeah. that crap. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, and, and then he tried to backtrack it. So he, he's probably one person who's glad that this If occurred. Donald Trump said what he said about anybody, it could yeah. have been the garbage collector, and the, they would all went nuts. Yeah, cause I'm thinking that kind of... That kind of borders on uh, jury tampering, you know, trying to trying to influence the judge's decisions. Intimidate. Intimidate. Yeah, there's, there's something there that I don't think is legal. But, but you know, uh, but the the uh, uh, are you done with the dim dimmies? Uh, yeah, I got no. I got. I'm, I'm done. I'm well, done with them. The other half of the Democratic Party, the news media. 
Yeah. CNN and MSNBC, <laughs> they're attacking the Trump administration, okay, and then calling Donald Trump dumb. Basically, I'm not calling Donald Trump dumb. But then Brian Williams, uh, one of the talking heads on the MSNBC, said that uh, uh, little uh, mini Mike Bloomberg should take the $500 million he's wasted on the presidential campaign and give every American a million dollars. I'm like, okay, uh, Brian, where's your calculator, bro? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, it comes out to about a dollar fifty each. Right. So it's send me my dollar like, fifty check. It would have been like five hundred trillion dollars or something <laughs> like that. Well, in his defense, he did leave his calculator when he was doing uh, when he was up close doing coverage of the uh, war in Iraq. <laughs> no, the yeah. thing is, the, the the news girl that was interviewing him and stuff when he said that. She went right along with it. She's just as dumb as he is. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's 350, yeah. 60 million people in America. $500 million. That does not mean 360 million people get a million dollars. Who yeah. did his math? I, I fell ninth grade algebra, and I can do better math than that. Right, right. But, you know, yeah, but they, they, but they call President Trump dumb, but, you know, and they kind of bagged on him for, for not doing anything in the coronavirus. But if you realize, going back to the swine flu, the World Health Organization in April of 2010 declared it a pandemic. Obama didn't uh, didn't declare it a, a, a public person until, until almost October, six months later. A thousand At least people. a thousand people yeah. had died. You didn't hear a word about that yeah. because they were trying to pass. They were trying to get Obamacare through it. They that looked time. for anything to attack. I don't care what he could cure coronavirus tomorrow. Yeah, they and still, they'd still be ragging on the guy. Yeah. Now, what about CNN's um, and MSNBC and the View and the Real? Their boy Avenatti goes yeah. down. <laughs> For three counts in the Nike trial, and his legal problems ain't over. Okay, right. but CNN, MSNBC, The View—they all loved him. That Joey Behar, the dumbest woman on the planet, said he should be the president. Uh, Dumbo Cuomo—he was just—I thought he was going to lean over there and kiss him. I don't know. They make me sick, and uh, now they don't know him. Now they yeah. don't know him. Yeah, looks like his uh, his time in the in the slammer could be stormy. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I'm sure Stormy likes that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, oh man, but yeah, but you know the thing is, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep, uh, we're gonna keep hearing from these ding dongs. So yeah, they just, they'll just keep entertaining us, you know. CNN will sleep with any devil, and I don't care who it is. If they yeah. will say something about, uh, bad about Donald Trump, CNN will put them on TV. Oh, it's just. It's just, it's like the kind of like the, the running joke. CNN has signed so many devil, signed so many uh, dreams with the devil. Devil's got carpal tunnel syndrome. Oh my God, you better believe it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Slappy, uh, I got to tell you, I think, I think we here as a uh, as a society, I think we've reached our cultural zeitgeist. You know, for those folks, Can you wanted, spell that zeitgeist <laughs> is the uh, defining moment of a particular time or place in history. Okay. We had it this week. Brilliant. Yeah, there's a there's a show on Fox called The Mask Singer. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, where people come in masks. It's a and little bit too busy and noisy for me. Yeah, but they kind of you know they kind of come out and think you know you got Nick Cannon doing this and they kind of you know come out and these they got these masks or all these costumes and the and the idea yes. is the uh, the last person whoever has the at the end of the show <coughs> excuse me they uh, they take a vote. On Twitter or something, it's pre-recorded. I'm not sure how exactly how they do that. Right. But whoever has the least amount of votes loses and has to be unmasked. Yes. So the the the, the one this this week was uh, was a bear who uh, came out and sang "Baby Got Back." Baby 
you got that. You know, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. You know? I love that. Yeah, you know, stuff you every time you hear at a wedding, you know, you got to hear. So, you know, so you know, it was, a, and it was, you could tell it was a female voice, you know. It was like, you know what Sir Mix-a-Lot said? If you want to have some fun, hon, you got to have bun, hon. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so so they go, they go to they go to unmask her, you know. So and, and, but but the the, the uh, panelists have to try to guess who it is. Right. And pretty much all the money was on Tina Fey. It was all from the they got clues and stuff they get. Right. So they were all on Tina Fey. So they go to they go to pull the mask off, but they had her turn around. And they put glasses on her. Turns around, it was Sarah Palin. But, but Tina Fey resemble each other, right? Because Tina Fey all kind of did to Sarah Palin. Yeah, but yeah. I'm thinking Sarah Palin doing Baby Got Back. Yeah, that's kind of like yeah, we're kind of like. So how did the crowd in the in the, in the they all just they that? all went they all went berserk? It's, it's like they were going to tear up the you know <laughs> they're going to tear up the stage you know the tear up the the I mean they weren't they weren't angry I mean they were actually so they were Sarah, actually they Sarah, were cheering her and complimenting her. Sarah Palin trying to get back in the, on the camera, man. Yeah, get back in the I camera. mean they were all actually real nice to her, which wasn't quite the case in two thousand eight. No, you know, but you know they could top Russia, it off. And, but she could see Russia from her back porch. Yeah, I yeah. That. I mean you could see uh, you know you could just see you know. Would say that McCain would be spinning in his grave, but you know Sarah Palin's family and stuff—they're like a reality TV show, man. Yeah, all the crazy stuff. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are kind of walking, but oh yeah, the whole bunch. Yeah, she's had to had to call since she ran for president, uh, vice president. She's had to uh, call the cops on her uh, uh, on her relatives and from uh, uh, the daughter acting up. Yeah, all kind of crazy stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, but you can somehow you can just imagine McCain kind of doing the worm in his grave right now. Not wasn't <laughs> spinning, but he was kind of the worm or the water, the water spigot. Hey man, uh, not to change the subject, but I will. Oh, please do if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, you know our dear Kobe and his beautiful daughter and those other beautiful yeah, the people seven other people went down in that helicopter crash. But you know. There's a lot, a, a pretty long history of uh, sports figures uh, going down in aircraft crashes. Yeah, I do so tell. Do tell. Uh, 2017, Philly pitcher Roy Holiday, last person to throw a no hitter in a in a playoff. Small plane crash. Uh, Newt Rockley, the famous Notre Dame coach, small plane crash in 1931. The great Roberto Clemente, I love that guy. Yeah, he was. Nineteen seventy-two, pirate outfielder. Yeah, small you know, plane crash on New Year's Eve. Yeah, on doing it, running a humanitarian De- mission, delivering the, humanitarian aid to uh, people. Yes. Yeah. What a, what a great what a great player and a good man. Uh, Yankee catcher, one of the most underrated catchers of all time, Thurman Munson. Nineteen seventy-nine, small plane crash. Yeah, he was you know because he was you know in the in the shadow he was in of the Benz. shadow of Johnny Bench. That's yeah. right, man. Uh, but he was good. Yes, he was. He was. Um, Heavyweight champion Rocky Marciano, 1969, retired 49 and 0. Possibly the greatest. The greatest heavyweight, if you look at, yeah. never got beat. Yeah, never got Even beat. the great Joe Lewis lost. And, and got out and got out when it was time, you know, but, didn't uh, hang in there too long. But uh, a small plane crash. Yeah. You notice the theme here? Uh, Kenny Hobbs, rookie Cub, uh, I think he was a third baseman. I remember that he was guy. He was rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I mean, he was. He had the bright future ahead of him. He oh, was, great they future! Were, yeah, he was. 1964, small plane crash. Yeah. Marshall football team. 37 members of the team died in a charter plane wreck in 1970. Wichita State football team. 14 killed in a charter airplane crash in 1970. Okay, golfer Payne Stewart. 
1999 in the Learjet. Yeah, the Learjet that just kept going. They, 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 the, the oxygen. Everybody passed. Yeah, out. window cracked out. They lost. They lost air pre- their pressure. Pressurizing the cabin, and they just basically just well, died. Well, those folks really didn't know what hit them. And the automatic, the automatic pilot just flew it for three hours or so until it finally crashed in South Dakota. Because they were thought they were going to have to shoot it down. They, they were afraid. Right, it gonna, I remember that. That it was going to crash in a in a populated, populated area. Right. Now you got Davy Allison, NASCAR driver, 1993, died yeah. in a helicopter crash. Yeah, great driver. One of the Allisons. Corey Lytle, ace pitcher, former Red. Former Red, 2006, small plane crash. And he crashed in, that, that, that one's a strange one because he was flying. He, he flew was, into the side of a building. In New York City, where right I thought the, that was restricted restricted airspace, especially after 2000, after 9-11. He, came, he couldn't fly. He stuck that plane right in the side of that building. Yeah, and it was like in like in New, in like Manhattan or somewhere. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what, was, what was he even doing? You know, and that's what, his instructor. I, I his instructor died with him. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen killed when the Evansville basketball team went down on a charter plane in 1977. Now that I remember because you know the Purple Aces. They had a there was a local kid, Craig Heckerdorn, that was among the fourteen. And last on that list, um, Iowa State cross country team lost two coaches and three players in a small plane crash. But you notice the the, com- the common theme in most of these mm-hmm. small airplanes. Yeah, small cra- airplane crash. And you, and you and you know what the the, the also the the moral of is? Listen to Buddy Holly and don't get up in a plane. And don't get in a plane in bad weather and foggy weather? conditions. And yeah. there's no reason Kobe Bryant should be dead right now. No right. reason. Shouldn't be. And some of these other ones, you know, were up in bad air and various other things happen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but uh, it was also uh, some of our uh, recently departed. Yes. One's there. Yeah. Well, there was there was there was not that many since we've uh, been on the air. Uh, which just kind of hick on some of the big ones. Robert Conrad. Oh uh, yeah. Remember? Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West and Black Sheep Squadron. Black Sheep Squadron. You know, yes. he was the always had always was the tough guy, and even though he was only five foot nothing, went real big. Had to wear platform shoes. Yeah, went real big like Adam Ladd. Make sure his co-stars weren't you know weren't towering over him. Uh, he died in eighty three. Eighty three. Good. Decent uh, life. Yeah. Uh, uh, Max von Sydow. Exorcist, Exorcist, yeah, and, and Star- lots of other stuff. Yeah, he had he's, he went in Star Wars. He was in one of the Star Wars. He's ninety years old, 90 but he did a lot of things. You know, did, played a lot of things. Uh, James Lipton, if you remember from Inside the Actors Studio, where always what I remember is, is Will Ferrell always did the impersonation of him, and he was kind of you know very serious. Dead. He died at ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety three. Uh, Kelly Nakahara, Nurse Kelly from Mash. Wow. You know, she was like one of the characters that never, you know. That was her last name, huh? Not, yep, not her. She, uh, you know, but she was always kind of like one of the main feature, you know, players, but didn't really get any recognition. Got, uh, got, uh, got ate up. Um, uh, also, Bobby Batista, from when they when the first when CNN, the, when the early anchor girls, back when they hired good-looking women, real hot. Real yeah, hot she, she kind of had those, she kind of had those eyes that kind of like maybe like one, like could go cross-eyed at any moment. Which is kind but of it, sexy. Yeah, it was still hot. I mean, it was, <laughs> you know, when you're you know when you're young twenties and stuff, you know, in in, in there. Uh, now, what I'm gonna throw in here, I'm gonna throw this one in. You didn't want me to, but I'm going to because this one actually is for our our one of our favorite listeners, Barry, Barry the bass player, Keith Olson, the bass player from the Music Machine. They were one to talk, 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 talk. Died at seventy four. Do that because Barry's the bass man, yeah, and we hate to see bass players. You got to remember the bass mods. Remember the bass lines. The bass mods. The only one of them was Cy Sperling of the Hair Club, if you remember 
Side Spurley. Yeah, I remember the hair yeah. club. Yeah, yeah, they buried his hair here just the other day. Really? Yeah. What What happened to him? I think he got cremated. Oh, and they kept but his hair. Yeah, the hair didn't. The hair wouldn't wouldn't burn, so <laughs> he just buried it. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. That's so, pretty much it in as far right. as passages. Well, hey, I'll change. I'll I'll change to a whole different subject here. Yeah. Who do you uplift. think? Who do you think the five wealthiest presidents were? If you if you take their money in today's money. Uh, let's see. Um, who would be number one? Um, uh, 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 Martin Van Buren. Now you're not being re- you're being facetious okay. or disingenuous or something. Seriously, oh, I'd say pre- maybe maybe Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Okay, three point one billion. Um, real estate and inheritance is where he basically made his money. Who do you think the second richest president? If you um, go by today's money, uh, uh, Hillary this, Clinton. Now, Trump was our 45th president. This president was our 35th president. 35th. That would have been uh, the do-do-do. Uh, oh, oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. Don't cramp brain cramping. Because you're, you're trying to think back. <laughs> Time's good. up. Uh, JFK. JFK. One billion bucks. Billion but, uh, bucks and, and but he is, and, he got He inherited his dad's money, but he also had a lot of money through Jackie, his wife, because uh, she was an oil heiress. You know, I wonder if he was the uh, maybe the inspiration behind Amherst Lake and Palmer's Lucky Man. Could have been. You know, he had white horses and ladies by the score, and at the end, the bullet had found him. His Ooh. blood ran. Ooh. I mean, makes you kind of wonder. Ooh, what a lucky man he was! How's he lucky? He got killed. Yeah, now being dead ain't lucky. Yeah, okay, ain't lucky. now number three. Yeah. Who would it be? Mm. Our first president, George Washington. Oh, In today's money, he would be worth $525 million. Well, he's actually worth more because he's on all those dollar bills. Oh, yeah. But property and over 300 slaves. You better have some money if you're trying to feed 300 slaves. Yeah, well, or they just got to work. Yeah. You got to feed them. got to feed them, yeah. Gotta Somebody's got to. Uh, our number four, our third president. Thomas Jefferson, obviously big property owner and slaves, $212 million, but Thomas was in debt when he died. Okay, so you could say he maybe died broke. Now, number five would be the 26th president. Uh, Let's see, it would be Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, okay, I was thinking maybe FDR. $125 million, but he was born rich. But the thing is, he lost a lot of money ranching in the Dakotas. Yeah. He was a, one of my favorite presidents because he set aside so much beautiful wilderness. Yeah, he was a yeah he was kind of president. He was an honest guy. He wanted to do the right thing. He was either the mayor of Boston or New York, I forget. Was, and he was so honest that he tried to break up the corrupt yeah, politician, and they basically ran him out of town. That's yeah. before he became pres. Yeah. Well, now you know if if Hillary would have won in 2016, the Clintons would be the richest presidents. Because they'd be they'd be raking it in. Yeah, after the presidency is where they got the money. Look yeah. at Barack Obama. He didn't make he paid fifteen million dollars for that house. Yeah. He didn't make no fifteen million dollars <laughs> when he was the press. Exactly. And I know she wasn't out uh, making all all kind of money like that. No, you know, so it's like so they're kinda on their way to becoming when you become the president after you ain't the president, you will be rich. Because you yeah. got so much connection, so many yeah. bright books, this and yeah. memoir speeches. 
It's a big yeah. joke. But it's I mean, if, but if she had, if she had been elected, they would have you would have had to, their estimate worth between one billion and fifteen billion. It would have been there would have been no exact figure because they probably kept two sets of books. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? But hey, hey, man, I, uh, I I got one for you here, man. Yeah. The customs border guys. What a what a job they've got. Yeah, you know, they they yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a thankless job. Yeah, they had a list of uh, of uh, all the uh, crazy stuff that they've uh, confiscated at the border. Mm-hmm. And uh, check this out. This is their top nine: live pigeons, mummy linen, live tarantulas, man disguised as a car seat, black market baloney, live songbirds. A whole pig's head, dead birds for pet food, and live tropical fish. So uh, it's like people try to smuggle black market. <laughs> I'm just I'm the, the the black market baloney kind of <laughs> kind of gives that? me like you just go over to <laughs> go to the, go to the deli and get some here and what pigeons. Is, what is black go market to, baloney, man? Go to New York. You can get get all the pigeons you want. I'm, 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 I'm stuck on the man disguised as a car, car- seat. Yeah, it's like what is yeah. it kind of like kind of like you know kind of. I need to see a picture of that. Yeah, it's yeah uh, that one. You kind of kind of what happened. Now the mummy linens; these things are supposedly like from three hundred and five BC. Right, and they probably got you know historical value to them. Oh uh, yeah, probably worth a lot of money. That's you know kind of like kind of like ivory, you know, trying to. I don't know, but that's the crazy custom border seizures this past year. Oh man, that's so. yeah. That those are those are kind of crazy. Oh, I got a good topic for you. Is it? Dangers at the eatery. Dangers at the eatery. Dangers at the eatery. Yeah, what kind of what kind of dangers are we talking about here, Slappy? Uh, hey, KFC. You know, there's always something going on at KFC. <laughs> if it ain't if it ain't Popeyes it's, or McDonald's, yeah, yeah it's, it's KFC, KFC and their undercooked chicken. But a customer threw food at the manager after returning a wrong order and not getting a new order fast enough. The employee. Uh, Working there said, after tossing the chicken, she flew the coop. <laughs> okay, no arrest yet in that one. No arrest yet. Okay, oh, here's one. Stockton, California. Okay. A Philly cheese sandwich shop. 44-year-old Monique Collins returned a half-eaten sandwich, and after their manner refused to give her a whole new one, she tore the place up. And was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. They didn't say what the weapon was. I'm wondering what was it. Was it like a, a wet bun or yeah, or a pickle? You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what kind of a weapon? Man, you have to dig in and find that one. Yeah, out. We, we need to do some research. Find out what was the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> that that kind of reminded me of a story when uh, back in my youth, when my my first job uh, was at a local restaurant here. Uh, we won't I won't say the name of the restaurant, but the the mascot. He's he's got a he's got a curly hair on the top and he's big, so we but we won't say who it was. Uh, you know, I had to work the line with the with the cook. You know, I was kind of the apprentice the apprentice cook. And we had the uh, the cook. He was this old guy, you know, kind of jaded and old and bitter. And uh, the waitress come up back up and with a half eaten sandwich. And she goes, uh, "Customer says this thing's not cooked well enough." Uh, he goes, "What are you gonna do about it?" And he goes, "Okay, takes it off." <laughs> Slaps it back, <laughs> slaps it right back on the grill, and just cooks it. Order up, and it was like, whoa! 
That reminds me of that waitress when that guy went to the restaurant and said, waiter, what's this fly doing in my soup? She said, the backstroke. <laughs> backstroke. Ah! Uh, we, we, okay. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, in, 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 as far as, yeah, dangerous in dangers in eatery, uh, is this from the Oregonian. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese may be the place where a kid can be a kid, but not for one Portland, Oregon patron. It's where she got her hair, long hair caught in a ticket machine. Uh, her name, Ashriana Scott, and she's suing Chuck E. Cheese for $1,000 uh, for alleging that her hair was tangled for 20 minutes in a machine that counts tickets for prize redemption. Hmm. Uh, the uh, In the lawsuit, she's saying that it caused injuries, discomfort, and headaches, and she wants a jury trial and a sign posted near the machine to warn others. Uh, the manager of the restaurant declined to uh, comment on the lawsuit but said she's already got warning signs. And the thing is, a jury trial for a thousand dollars? Why? Yeah, but I'm thinking back when back when the, any of the kids were growing up, you actually had to take the tickets up to the counter. They counted them there. Well, I hope she's I getting. Maybe things uh, have changed. I hope she's asking for her lawyer to be paid too. Otherwise, she's gonna come out losing on that deal. Yeah, it could be. Uh, she could be. You know, maybe a lawyer could be. Uh, could be a rat. A thousand. Dollars? What, I get you like a pair of glowing vampire <laughs> teeth or a giant pencil? I know. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. It's like, what do you think if you got your hair kind of I think she dangled? undervalued herself there. Yeah. My, my guess is she probably had long hair. But yeah. what do you think, like you're dangling in something, it's going to get caught? Well, she's obviously got low self-esteem issues because she only valued herself at $1,000. $1, They're like, going to give me a million at least. Yeah, I don't want a lot. Chuck E. Cheese, where a kid can be a kid and a thought can be a thought. And you can, we can make sure you wear a wig. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, wow, it, uh, that's a, that's also uh, kind of what amazing. you got on the did you know? Did you know? Ah, well, let's see here. Uh, do, do, do. Here's one for the, uh, for two whole years. And this is actually from a, a, a place called Upworthy. For two years, Kaylee Wilkes nurtured a lovely green succulent in her kitchen window. She watered it, wiped dust off its leaves and forbade anyone else from caring for it. Awesome. She said, it was full, beautiful coloring, just an overall perfect plant. Wow. She wrote in a Facebook post on February 28th. Until recently, she uh, she decided it was time to transplant it into a pretty new pot. Oh. So imagine her dismay when she pulled up the succulent and realized it was plastic rooted in styrofoam with sand glued to the top. Okay. How did I? How did I not know this? She wondered. I feel like the last two years have been a lie. She's a regular horticulturist or a dumbaculturist. Yeah, dumbaculturist. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. And you don't know you got a plastic plant growing there, lady. Yeah, but the Home Depot came through and gave her some real succulents. So, uh, did, yeah. Uh, did you know? Uh, uh, did you? Know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, but there was also. Did you know that uh, uh, you know how you know. The, the claw machines yeah. when you're you know right. kid you know you'd spend thirty dollars in it to get a right. fifty cent uh, bear out of it right well there was an innovative jewel thief in Melbourne Australia he was caught on camera using a fishing rod to burgle a Versace or necklace from a store window on February twenty fourth uh, Australian Broadcasting Corporation news reported the thief carefully broke a hole in the window to avoid setting off the alarm and then spent three hours trying to book this cook this jewelry off of the thing, which only was worth about $800. Wow. So uh, the, the store owner called the heist outrageous and courageous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're sitting there for three yeah. hours in a window that's busted trying to, that's kind of, that's kind of ballsy. How come nobody drove by and saw him doing that? Where's yeah. the cops? Where's the, there are never no cops around when you need them or when no. something's going on. Exactly. So yeah, did you, did you know? 
any any others did you know? Uh, uh, what you got? I don't know. Here, um, did you mention something about some about a study about flatulence? Yeah, but that's that's coming. Okay. Uh, we, I, like I say, I like to save the best for last. You know. Exactly. Exactly. But I will tell you this. I got a question for you. Yeah. Maybe little Denny might want to get on this too, the producer. Sure. In your big supermarkets, over 4,000 products are made with this crop, or this crop is part of 4,000 products. But what, and it's also America's biggest crop. What is cotton? No. Uh, what is uh, uh, hemp? Ooh, no. What is corn? Corn, corn is America's biggest crop. Oh, you need to slap me for that. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's one for you. And I, I got two things here, and then we'll close it out. Okay, yeah, we can close out here. We'll get okay. New North Carolina State Fair. A guy named Chris Kent won the largest watermelon contest. This watermelon was 327.5 pounds. Woo. It took four men to lift it up. Now, they paid him $6 a pound. So this watermelon was worth $1,965. Or basically what that lady was asking for and she's lost. Yeah, she should have just yeah. traded it for a watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. traded for the watermelon. Hey, put the um, um, I mean, probably, probably same ticket ratio anyway. <laughs> and I hate to I hate to end the story, uh, the, the show on a smelly note, but a study at Exeter University, and I find that name in this story Yes. They're a little bit too cozy. A study at Exeter University claims smelling flatulence can stave off heart attacks, strokes, and even dementia. Uh, so basically, getting shit faced isn't so bad after all. So, <laughs> so uh, that's all for me The pluses of that, there's also the minuses. Uh, also, in England, in Branham, Leeds. On March 7th, firefighters were called to a farm to put out a fire in a large pig pen. Uh, at this farm, particular farm, the pigs wore pedometers, you know, those little things you walk with, yep. so that they prove they're they free. To prove that they're, yeah, to prove that they're free range. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard of a free range pig. Free range mm-hmm. chickens. Well, you have now. Yeah, free range pigs. Well, well they're, they're theorizing that one of the pigs ate one of the pedometers, and that when it passed through, uh, the, uh, the, the battery kind of uh, mixed with the uh, pig poo. Caused a fire, caused a spark, which caused a fire in the hay. So a they had to come and, some kind of chemical reaction from yeah. the poop. Yeah. So the bacon, there was all you had. You had some chickens in there, and you could have had bacon and eggs. Wow! Oh. If, the, if the pigs would have pulled, burned up inside the barn or whatever, then you could have had pulled pork or pulled something. Pulled pork. Oh. I just want to say that would be the best ever episode of Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all man. Right, now, I think that's all for us. What about you, Doc? I'm thinking, you know, yeah, got some other stuff. We can. Hopefully when we see you folks next time, we'll have a little happier story to talk about. But until then. Hey, hold on. I have one quick announcement to make. Okay, it's so a little public service announcement from 3D, the producer. Now, as we've all seen over the past week, that this information about the coronavirus has caused a lot of panic, bedlam, and all that nonsense, especially at retail stores. Retail workers, including yours truly, have been pushed to our limit not only with dwindling supplies, but rude customers, and just a general lack of calm and tranquility. So we ask that if you are going to the retail stores, 
Please be considerate of other people. Do not bogart all the toilet paper, paper towels, and wipes. Be just a, a genuine person. Take what you need, not what you don't need. Sounds like a personal damn problem to me. <laughs> all right, till next time, we'll see ya. Yeah, bye. We'll see ya. We are <laughs> out of here. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.